Hey everybody, Michael Wall here. I want to welcome you into a very special Christmas edition of the Michael Wall Show. It's Christmas 2020. I cannot believe that we are literally, if you think about this, we get so inundated with the numbers, 1999, 2000, 2001, 2002. We are literally 2000, 2020, right? 2020 years after AD, after the death of Christ, right? We got BC before Christ and AD after death. And so we're, we're in a situation where, isn't it interesting that our whole timetable is marked by one person, Jesus Christ. And our society in a lot of ways has taken, and our culture has taken us down the path of things that kind of take center stage much more than what Christmas is really all about, right? Obviously, Christmas, the word Christ, is in Christmas. And we've seen over the years a lot of things where they would put Xmas Right? They want to get rid of Christ, X it out. Actually, literally Xing it out, if you think about that. When you X something out, you want to eliminate it. And that's been the design of culture for years. And you know, I think it's so important that we go back to realize what really is Christmas all about. There's, a, there's some verses in, uh, in a variety of the different of the Gospels. The Gospels are Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, right? And it's, it's essentially the idea of men that have written— inspired by the Holy Spirit, sharing the truth and the good news of who Jesus was. And in Luke chapter 2, verse 9, it, it just, just talks about how an angel of the Lord appeared, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were terrified. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Love that. Good news, great joy for all people. Not some people. Not the elite, not a select few, but for all people. It goes on to say, Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And that is why we celebrate Christmas. It's not about Santa Claus, even though St. Nick was a person back in the day, right? But it's evolved into this fictitious figure that goes around the world. In fact, I saw, <laughs> I saw a sweater one time. The kids actually, my kids showed it to me. I thought it was kind of funny. And it has a picture of Santa on the sweater, and above, <laughs> above Santa is the words, hashtag fake news. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But that is exactly what's happened. Now, there's nothing wrong with enjoying the celebration of what that looks like. In fact, my wife and I... And I'll give you a little challenge here, I guess, since that's what I love to do on this show. But my wife and I, as we have children, we have four kids. Uh, at the moment, our kids are, we have a 13-year-old and 11-year-old, and we have twins that are nine. And our focus over the years with Christmas time, you know, we really had to talk through what that looks like with every season, really, Easter and Christmas and things like that. What, are we, what does it look like? How are we going to interact and connect with our kids? Because, you know, we would go to friends' houses that their, their younger kids would be there and, you know, there might be a, like a light pole way off in the distance and all you could see is the light. And they'd be like, guys, look, look, that's, that's Santa's sleigh. And we're like, man, as parents, you're literally intentionally lying to your children. <laughs> Think about that for a minute. You're literally lying to your children and you may say, well, Mike, it's all in good fun and this is just what we do. And that's just, I mean, it's no harm, no foul. Really? So a little, small, big, whatever, lie to your kids is okay. So is it okay for your kids to start to question, well, wait a minute, mom and dad, are you being truthful now? Or is this, 
make believe. I don't, I don't know. Are you making this up? Or is this a lie or is this real? I don't know. But they would, parents would do that and, and we would be there and we would say, okay, you know, we're not, we're not condemning them. We're not saying it's right or wrong for them. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong for you, whatever you decide to do in your own family. I'm just saying for us, we had to make the determination and saying a couple things. One is we are never going to lie to our children at all, period. We're not going to lie to them. We're going to be truthful and honest with them. And number two, we're not going to go out of our way to poo-poo on the Christmas story with Santa and all that. But what we are going to do is we're going to focus on what Christmas is really all about. And it's about Christ coming, the perfect sacrifice, coming to this earth to be born. We focused on that. And consequently, what happened and what's happened over the years is our kids are not so bombarded mentally and they're not so overwhelmed in a way that they can't control, that they're so focused on just gifts and things. In fact, our kids now, I even hear them saying from time to time, we're like, Dad, don't they know that Santa's not real? Now, obviously, we didn't go out of our way to say, hey, kids, Santa's fake, so don't believe in him. But what we did do is when they asked us about Santa and they asked us things about him, they say, well, you know, listen, this is what culture has taught and believes, but here's the truth. We didn't go out of our way. We, we waited until they came to us. And even after that, when they were younger, they'd still be like, is Santa coming? <laughs> after we would say that. And we didn't say, oh, no, remember, son, we told you he's fake. No, no. We, we let them kind of continue in their lane, but we did not lie to them. And I just wanted to throw that in real quick as parents, because I think sometimes parents can feel pressured by society to do certain things and go down certain paths that may not necessarily be beneficial not only for you, but also for your kids and your family as a whole. But sometimes you just do it anyways, because that's what you do, Right. Don't do that. Don't do that. Share the truth of what Christmas is about to your family. You're leaving a legacy to them as you start to plant the seeds for what they will think and how they'll believe in the future. It's so important because Christmas is really all about Christ coming. Why did he come? Why did God send his son Jesus to come to this earth? The reason he did is because we're sinners. You know, the Bible says it's appointed unto a man and woman wants to die, and then the judgment. That's our reality. You don't have to look too far or wide to realize that sin is something that is inherent in our bodies, in our persons, in our life. Adam and Eve are who brought sin into the world, right? They missed it. They lived in a perfect place that God created called the Garden of Eden, and they literally missed it. And when Satan was there, the serpent wise, as, as the Bible says, he didn't say do this or do that. He just got them to question what God said. And then they were able to commit the sin all by themselves. And because of that, unfortunately, we were separated from God. God is perfect and holy and righteous. We were separated from God. And God knew there was only one way to really reunite that connection. And that was through a perfect sacrifice. It was God's requirement to give a sacrifice for sin. Why is it that way? Well, because God is God and we're not. I remember what Zig Ziglar said a long time ago. There's three things I know with certainty. Number one, there is a God. Number two, it ain't me. And number three, it ain't you either. Okay. <laughs> so why does God require certain things in certain ways? Well, because he can. Whether we like it or not, he can. And so God required sacrifice shedding of blood, as their payment or remission for sins. 
And you may say, well, geez, I'm a pretty good person. I don't really have sin. I mean, why, why do I need to think about that, Mike? Come on, really? Well, think about it like this for a minute. So the Ten Commandments, you've probably heard of those before. Thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not steal, right? The very, what, think about this for a minute. If I said to you, I said, hey, let me ask you a question. Have you ever told a lie, ever? Even if it was a little one, little or big, was it a lie? I think we could all raise our hand confidently and say, yeah. Yeah, we have. Have you ever stolen anything? I mean, anything, even if it's small. Have you ever taken anything? Yeah, okay, well, I took something from my brother one time, but does that really count? Yeah, it does, because it wasn't yours. Stealing is taking someone else's property without their permission, okay? A little newsflash here. In case you didn't know what stealing was, it's taking other people's property without their permission. Yeah. And then the Bible says in the the commandments, thou shalt have no other gods before me. You say, well, I don't really have any other gods before God. I mean, I, I worship him only, and that's, you know, that's my deal, uh, or maybe you're like, Mike, I don't know what you're talking about here, <laughs> depending on where your spiritual you know, thermometer is. Well, what I'm talking about is what do you prioritize in your life? Do you focus on money all the time? Do you focus on a new car? Do you focus on a new home? Do you focus on jewelry, watches, vacations, trips? Do you focus on a bunch of other things and God is kind of like an afterthought? Well, that's putting those things in place of who, where God should be in your life, the first place. And think about this. If there was a judge that was basically in a place, in a court of law, that said, okay, these are the things that I'm going to judge you on, and let's say you were in a place where you came and, you know, let's say, let's talk about today's society. Let's say you were in a place where somebody ended up murdering someone, right? Thou shalt not kill. And they came into the court of law, and the judge was there, and they said, you know, I, I, I know I murdered them, but I didn't, I didn't really mean to. And oh, by the way, I've been a really good person all my life. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I sold cookies, I, I helped the poor, I did all of these other things. Well, the judge is bound by the law, and the law says that you must face a sentence, a sentence of life or death even, depending on the situation in our today's culture, Right? for the crime that you committed. The judge, if he's an honest and just judge, must go through the process of saying you're guilty if the evidence is there and it really occurred. Likewise, God is in a place where he is holy and he is righteous and he's given us commandments in the Old Testament to live by. And those questions that I just previously asked you, if you've told a lie, if you've stolen something, taking something that wasn't yours, if you've put other things in your life before God, you've literally committed three out of the 10. In other words, you've broken three out of the 10 commandments. So if you were to die and the consequence was hell or heaven, that's what the Bible gives us. That's what the Bible tells us. That's what God says. A lot of people don't want to hear that today, but it's real. Well, those that have not rectified or that have sinned or that have broken one of the commandments would go to hell. Those that have not would go to heaven. Unfortunately, we're all sinners. The Bible tells us that. We're all sinners, and we come short of the glory of God. So now we're in a place where we're literally, you're literally in a place where you say, man, what can I do? The answer is not much. And that's exactly why God 
sent Jesus to earth to be born of a Virgin Mary, and that's the true Christmas story. But it doesn't end there. Jesus came to earth, he was born, he lived life, he walked the earth, he did many things, did many miracles, healed many people, showed in many ways that he was God's son, God in flesh, and then they crucified him. They killed him. And three days later, he rose again, showing that he could conquer death. And now, all we have to do is confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is God's son and ask for forgiveness for our sins. And we have the ability to now know that someday we will be in heaven with God. Really is great news. It's the beauty of what Christmas really is all about. It's the inception of the good news where everything kind of started. And it's a wonderful thing. And what's amazing is, is when you make those decisions and you take those steps, you may listen to this. And you're like, Mike, that's still a little bit. I'm not sure if I believe all that. I don't That's okay. God can handle your questions. What I can tell you is this, that when you get into a place where you have peace with God, because you've dealt with your sin through the person of Jesus Christ, as I just mentioned a little bit ago, you will find that you will walk in this world with peace. You know, peace be with you. You see the words peace, all this kind of stuff coming out this holiday and Christmas season. And the reason you see that is because there's true peace that comes from Christ. The Bible says the peace that passes all understanding. It's amazing uh, what that does to your life, how it causes you to walk confidently in your life. So that is, in a nutshell, folks, what Christmas is all about. Listen, we're going to have some other encouraging and engaging things coming up. I know this is a very different Michael Wall show, <laughs> but I just felt it necessary to share this. I hope that you received it well. If it's done in such a way, you're like, man, that was, I, I never heard that before. Or, you know, I got questions about that. Or I have... You know, people that need to hear this that I know will share the show with them. If you got questions, I want to challenge you to reach out to a local church and connect with a local pastor and say, hey, I'll listen to this message or listen to this conversation on this show, and I got some questions about that. There's going to be some other things that we're going to be bringing out as well educationally, not only to help you with investments, but with life in general. And um, that's all going to be coming out next year. All you need to do to connect and dial in to make sure that you're connected on the list is send an email to grow, G-R-O-W, grow at golivewithpurpose.com. That's G-O-L-I-V-E-W-I-T-H, purpose.com. So grow at golivewithpurpose.com. Just send an email, and just in the subject line, just say, heard on the Michael Wall Show, and you can just send us your name and some basic information like that, anything else you want to share that you'd like to share, and just say, hey, I'd like to be able to get some of the content and educational things when those things come out, to be able to find out about how to get that and get access to it. We'll make sure you have access to it. But as always, let me just say, I wish you a Merry Christmas. Hope you all have a great time with family and friends. And until next show, here's to living on purpose so you can live with purpose. We'll talk to you soon. 